Hello and welcome to episode number eight of Islington Mill and a monthly podcast series about the life and times of one of the UK's most beloved artist-led cultural centres, Salford's Islington Mill. This episode of Islington Mill and is a bit different from our previous podcasts. If you've been around the mill in the last month or so, or if you've been listening to this podcast regularly, you'll know that things are changing at Islington Mill, and for the first time in five years, the club space has returned and is open for business with cabaret, live music, bands, DJs, all kinds of happenings. The club space at Islington Mill is run on a lease basis, which means that every five or so years a different organisation takes on the lease and programmes the events that happen within the space. The organisation currently programming events in Islington Mill's club space is the Partisan Collective, and they are going to be the subject of this month's podcast. What makes this month's podcast different from the previous months is the plethora of different voices that are involved in the Partisan Collective. And rather than speaking as one unified voice or leaving it up to one person to take the role of speaking on behalf of Partisan, rather I interviewed a variety of different people who were involved in the organisation, which is quite large. Originally, for this episode of Islington Mill And, my idea was to document the history of the Partisan Collective, but I was quickly made aware that that history is quite broad, with a lot of different opinions, so rather than to focus on one voice, doing one history of one space, it'd be much more beneficial to treat Partisan how it likes to project itself, which is a diverse space that represents a lot of different people in many different ways. So, rather than it being one long interview with one or two people, as we previously had on Islington Mill and this episode of the podcast is made up of roughly about half a dozen different interviews with different staff and role and collective members from Partisan. As Partisan operates collectively, it didn't feel right to just speak to one or two people. So I interviewed as many people as I could over the past two or three weeks while Partisan have been renovating the club space and getting it ready to open again for the first official event, which was Fatty Acid, on uh, Saturday the 17th of December. And I have asked all the different people that I managed to get to do a little five-minute interview with me, basically how they feel about the past, the present, and the future of Partisan and how that looks to be integrating with Islington Mill moving forward. And so, welcome to episode number eight of Islington Mill and... The Partisan Collective. Who are you? <laughs> um, I'm Charlie P and my pronouns are she, her. Okay. And what's your involvement with Partisan? So I um, am on the board, okay. which is kind of, um, we kind of collectively make decisions for and on behalf of, our, of the members. Um, so it's, we're kind of a non-hierarchical structure because we're a co-op, but okay. I guess at some point someone has to have some conversations yeah. about where to go. So we kind of um, get together and then we are really nicely um, have people with lots of different kind of expertise and interests and then mm-hmm. yeah, just muddle through. So on a very basic level, within the organisational structure of Partisan, there's a board? Yes. 
And then what else is there? And then we have working groups, which okay. is kind of targeted groups working um, in different areas. So um, not exhaustively, but we have um, someone, people who do the license events, unlicensed events, um, the comms, um, fundraising. Um, we also have a green team, our environment group. Okay. Um, web team we yeah. have as well who um like makes you sure our website's working and then we have volunteers um and then all our members but there's it's not kind of a firm structure it's kind of really fluid in between of who yeah. you are within that yeah. as well it's quite a lot though yes it's quite yeah could you explain to some like for instance if somebody just hears about partisan that sounds like a nice place to go what if you could sum it up what do you think people can expect when they come to the space partisan? Um, it is a inclusive space um, where people can bring themselves exactly who they are and feel welcome. Um, we are a party space, <clears throat> but we're also a political space mm-hmm. and we're a community space. Okay. Um, so my dream would be that anyone could come and they wouldn't feel like they have to kind of put their outside face on. They can come in and be authentically who they are okay. and do their or activities that feel authentic to them. Yeah, cool. It's quite nice that there's like a party element and there's also a political element. Yes. Do you think those things ever clash or clash might not be the right word, but surely there's a lot of discussion that needs to go on. It seems like quite a big organisation. Yes, um, we're good at having those discussions. I think okay. we're good at communicating mm-hmm. um, because we're all collective members of the same thing. We all have the same yeah. kind of end which yeah. is that we want partisan to be an inclusive fun but political yeah. space cool and how do you think that fits into islington mill um i think it fits in perfectly oh, yeah. i think <laughs> they share a lot of our um ethos and i think we it's um going to be exciting to be a part of the community cool i'm really excited to you know we've been inside for mm. two years longer yeah. haven't we so it's just going to be gorgeous to all get to know each other yeah um and i think um I, isn't a mills a space where people get to be authentically who they are mm-hmm. and i hope that part of them can be part of that for them as well cool um do you have a favorite memory or proudest achievement of partisan or your involvement in it um so when i joined i was really interested in the volunteer getting volunteers kind of back in and really feeling like they were a part of partisan because we'd been sat in our homes hadn't we for two years mm. so we really worked a lot to kind of get our volunteers back in the space and get the working groups going and kind of move again to, to being out of our bedrooms mm. and into the space and so we ran a working groups um event um, the first one after lockdown and we had kind of life and people in the space again so we've been having parties mm. as we kind of emerged out but it was kind of then having everyone in a space working towards the same collective goal was mm. so lovely and that mm. felt really um, a privilege to be part of making that happen okay cool and just to wrap it up what is your ideal hope for partisan in the mill is in partisan would this be partisan um, Kind of, you know, like number three? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Partisan number three. What would be your ideal hope for what could be achieved in here? I hope that... um, I hope it's just a space that people feel that they belong in. um, And I hope that it's a space for positive change. I hope it's... We are seeing a lot of um, people feeling at risk. um, People feeling like they can't, as I said, be themselves at the moment. And I hope that it will be a place... Um, of like hope, fun Mm. and hope and action. Excellent, thank you very much.
Introduce yourselves, please. I'm called Jasmine. I'm a she. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Jess Rose. I'm, I'm she, her. And what are your involvements in Partisan? Um, I'm a member um, and I sort of just volunteer, really. I, I, I don't really have like an organising mm-hmm. thing going on at the moment. Okay. Um, but yeah, just like coming to events and mm-hmm. helping out where I can. I've been a member of Partizan since, well, since it was like not in the mill. Um, mm. I used to volunteer for Queer Family Tea and I do stuff with Transmutual Aid and fundraise for different events. Cool. What was it that attracted you both to Partizan in the first place? Uh, the events, actually. Okay. Um, I, the first thing I came to was um, the the team man clothes swap at Pride last year and that was like before I moved to Manchester and I met some friends here and yeah I, and and then after that I came yeah I came quite regularly to Queer Family Tea after I moved here and like various other events here and then became a member joined the Slack channel and met lots of other people mm-hmm. um, and yeah could you just give me a quick explanation of like the membership and how that works just for anyone who doesn't know um, yeah, so uh, you sign up on the website and uh, it basically, yeah, it's like a sliding scale thing um, and it's, uh, it, it sort of like gets you perks and stuff, but the main thing it gets you is sort of like the community, mm. <laughs> really, you're a member yeah. of like this incredible community um, and uh, yeah, like it also gets you like discounts on drinks at events and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's like um, it's, it's the sort of like members help sort of with like volunteering and mm-hmm. okay. um, organizing and participating in different events. And yeah, there's just always so much going on. It yeah. feels a bit like overwhelming to me sometimes how yeah. much stuff there is kicking off. Do you know my, how, how many members there are? I think what attracted to me to Parzan was um, just the pure, like, ability of people to come together to make a space that was, like, shared and accepting and there's no judgment in this space. Mm -hmm. It seems to be very, like, you know, you have straight groups that are super open-minded and there's no boundary, there's no, like boxes yeah. everyone's like willing to learn and share skills and cool. for me I think what I love about it as well as it's it's the it's the fact that like it's accessible mm. um both in terms of money and like yeah also physically you know? yeah. yeah 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 and like it's it people are sort of very like aware of inclusion mm. and all dimensions um like coming to some events it does feel quite white which is definitely a big problem and i know that has been addressed in the past um but like still so far to go on that front. yeah, yeah. Um, i think that that is one of the the main problems i think with partisan sadly is that it still does feel very white and i think it does like struggle mm-hmm. like on that like dimension of inclusion um but yeah, there's like, yeah, so much like stuff yeah. around disability rights, which is often yes. so ignored. Yeah. Um, 
and yeah obviously so much stuff about trans and other queer groups inclusion mm-hmm. um so yeah i think it does feel like a very yeah very inclusive community cool what are your favorite memories or your like proudest achievements at partisan it's a good question isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um probably um when i did a strip show uh <laughs> Uh, the one of the first Parzan gigs because we finally had access to this new big space and it was like oh my god like everyone was so excited it was like what are the possibilities the possibilities are endless and mm. that was a proud moment because it was like a bunch of queers going together being like we can actually do this we yeah. can make something great yeah yeah do you have any favourite memories? I think just um Queer Family Tea, Fatty Acid, um, just dancing. Because I've, I've only been a member since it was in the space over the road. Yeah. I wasn't a member when it was in the old space. So I only know that space. Um, so just like, yeah, dancing with sort of small groups of people in this like space with like acoustic tiles on the yeah. ceiling and strip lights. And yeah, just yeah. like having the best best times um, <laughs> with the yeah, great DJs and mm-hmm. yeah. Cool, thank you very much. That's great. Who are you? I'm Vivian. I'm Vivian Holmes. I am a member of the Partizan board. Okay. Um, I briefly worked for Partizan for about Mm -hmm. six months doing events coordination things. And I, you know, I've been involved in Partisan for basically since I've been in Manchester, which is about five years now. Okay. And I'm, yeah, and I sort of started getting probably into events that I was doing some like live music, mm-hmm. which we put on events like uh, Kieran Leonard, uh, Ill did a single launch mm-hmm. in the old space in Cheatham Hill. And, um, and so that was sort of how I got into it. And then I started running Fatty Acid, a sort of in-house queer night, having not really done a lot of like nightlife stuff. Mm-hmm. really ever yeah. so that was very much like you can just how do you do this you just sort of like have a go right? yeah 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 and then which to me is very partisan it was yeah. like what if we did what if we did this what if what if we tried that yeah and then it just sort of happens yeah which but, has been really nice but you're not you're on the board now mm-hmm. so you're not involved in the day-to-day running of it is that right or yeah so it means I'm so you know we have sort of bi-weekly board meetings and sort of if, if there's like a decision that needs to be made like quickly mm-hmm. um, like a big decision is like always you know I want to go through the collective want to involve as many like members as possible but just like it's just for sort of day-to-day running plans it's the staff members and then like sort of when decisions need to be made mm. and like it's basically keeping us back not so that a couple of staff members aren't like totally overrun yeah We're sort of just doing all the like bigger decisions, sort of yeah. medium-level decisions. Yeah. Because um, it does yeah. sound like actually partisan is a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> Just not in a bad way. Mm-hmm. Not in a bad way, but the more I'm speaking to people, the more I'm understanding how big an organisation it is mm-hmm. with different branches of that. And, yeah, it must be like, it must be a lot of work to... Run it's not the right word, but to keep it going and to, like, you know... Do you find any kind of, like... 
It's quite it's it's similar as well to Islington Mill, and this is something I've been talking with the other interviews, like getting mm-hmm. to speaking to people about like it's similar to Islington Mill in that there's like different wings of it, or there's like the people who want to do the parties, but then there's the people who are like, well, who's coming up on a Tuesday morning to clean it out? Yeah, kind of thing mm-hmm. as well. And um, can I, do you know how many people are members? This is the thing that no one really knows. Okay, like it's. I'm pretty sure it's between 500 and 1,000. Wow. Okay. But that's like, that's a figure that I've heard across the several years that I've been involved. And obviously some people like are there for like, uh, were there from the beginning. Okay. And like, and you know, it's a very fluctuating depending on who's like coming in and dropping out. So we don't actually have like a proper like database, which we're like, mm. these are all the members, the current mm. members who are like definitely doing things. Yeah. But then, but yeah, it's sort of in the region of that. And yeah, yeah that's including like, God, I would say in terms of people who regularly use the space as yeah. members, yeah. it's probably, I want to say like 50. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Which like sort of includes staff. Yeah. It includes, um, like just people sort of running like one-off events. Yeah. Um, it includes people running like regular events that they do in the space. Yeah. Like, um, people who like just come to all the parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, and then there's a sort of bigger broad people who like maybe just come to the parties and like yeah. come in every now and then. And like some of the members because like cheaper tickets, cheaper drinks. Yeah. And like, and then yeah, and then there are people who are sort of more interested in it as like a political project. Yeah. Which. So where, like, from, okay, from the point of view of the political side of Partisan, where does that fit in with what's happening here at the mill right now? Because, full disclosure, there's loads of people inside in the club space doing it up because it's going to be reopened mm-hmm. as Partisan. Where does the political aspect of Partisan fit in with that kind of slightly more, for want of a better phrase, like real world, like it's a physical space you walk into, where does the political side of that, of Partisan, fit in? So one of the big things, Partisan, like, Partisan started when it was first sort of dreamed up in, like, sort of 2016-ish, mm. I think, it was like before I was involved. It was very much in response to, like, uh, gentrification in Manchester, like, the mm. sort of massive, like, constant building works, mm. the lack of, like, community space in the city centre. Mm. Um, and it was basically just, like, we... There really needs to be space where people can just sort of go and not have to spend money and can just sort of sit and aren't like obliged to like buy things yeah. and keep being there. And um and then also it was like, you know, it was a lot of sort of like people who are doing in like political groups mm. and that was like and you one of the big things that we've always done parts that and to me it's like one of the sort of like quieter but actually like very important parts of it is um everyone in the space like political groups, we basically always like can use the space for free. Okay. And that sort of is a variety of things like, you know, Sisters and Cart Manchester, mm-hmm. like had meetings there, mm-hmm. like, um, and then a couple of groups sort of that I've been involved in sort of uh, Trans Mutual Aid Manchester, mm-hmm. like just regular events there. I've started like trans women's, uh, like social group there. Mm-hmm. And like anything that's like that, and which is like either, and uh, Don't Pay UK has yep. had their meetings here yep. for the Manchester branch. And, um, and that's always been, and like that, like having the space it's been important just being mm. and being like yeah that this is good you can come and do here you can come in on like a Thursday evening where it probably like isn't being used by other people so much and like mm-hmm. do that mm-hmm. and like I think that's a really like strong through line and that like, like and that's sort of one of the things in which we've realised is that it lines up nicely with like how people want more like 
activity, like yeah. the flow in the mill. Yeah. Which is, and you know, and that's sort of been, I don't really, I don't know the sort of full detail of it, but it's this whole thing of like, I think it's like Tim Lawrence, the sort of thing of like, you get people in with the parties. Yes. You get people thinking about Absolutely. how the fact that all the bar staff are volunteers, how like basically everyone running it as a volunteer. Yeah. People start going into that like more political mode, mode of view. And it's that thing of like, you know, there's that, so I, I'm not, like, a big dance music people, but, like, the rave is, like, a political space. Yes, absolutely. Especially, like, considering the, like, um, ongoing stuff of, like, illegal raves in, like, the 90s and, like, yep. the repetitive music mm-hmm. being banned and everything and, like, you know, and, you know, it's sort of moving into, like, with drill music being criminalised mm-hmm. and which, that space in which, like, sort of gathering of people to listen to music, music. becomes a, like, highly politicised thing yeah. in certain contexts. Yeah. And... Yeah, and then that sort of bring in that thing of, like, people coming to, like, the space together, like, as a, like, political thing. Mm-hmm. And there's that, like, the, like, I don't know. I go back and forth on, like, the revolutionary potential of the dance floor. Yeah. But I think it's definitely a thing of, like, you know, you need... There's still going to be parties after the revolution. Yes, true. And, like, and it's for that sort of joy and, like, you know, I don't know, maybe there's some of the, like, insurrectionary anarchist thing mm-hmm. that I've heard someone talk about, but, again, don't really know too much about. Mm-hmm. But that thing of, like, you need, you know, the, like, necessity of, like, joy and, like, yeah, fun totally. and, like, pleasure. Because the night, the night before we storm the ramparts, we have to have a massive rave because tonight yeah. we dance. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> And yeah, and so like, it's that sort of combination of thing. And it's like, I know, I think like, just having the like, parties on our own, being that like, oh, this is inherently a political thing that we're doing. Mm. Like, maybe, but like, I think having that in combination, yeah. having that in the same space, yeah. is where you're having like, yeah. all these political groups meeting, yeah. where you have like, all these people doing these sorts of things, and you have like, some like, queer family tea. Mm. And just the fact that all of those things are in that like, community space, and the fact that it's not owned by some like, property developer, uh-huh. Uh-huh. who's like a millionaire, that yeah. is like, owned by the members. Yeah. That's, to me, is like, the really key thing to partisan, is how it's like, our space. Cool. And we do our stuff here. Yeah. Which like, yeah, and I think like, that's like, and we very much have our thing, and now sort of having that, and like, bring that into the mill, mm-hmm. is like, a really exciting thing. Brilliant. One last question. What is your fondest memory or proudest achievement while working at Partisan, being involved in Partisan? I think it was the first Fatty Acid that we did, in which we, um, you know, none of us had, like, done a club night before. Mm. None of us really knew what we were doing. But we just sort of threw it together. We, like, we basically stole a bunch of stuff from all different club nights that we liked. We mm-hmm. were like, well, Alt Fam has that, like, really cute, like, getting ready thing. Mm-hmm. We should do that. Mm-hmm. And we're like, the music of bollocks is mm-hmm. just fun. Mm-hmm. We should do that. Like, Creature of Catharsis, like, mm-hmm. oh my God, fucking, like, best cabaret, like, mm-hmm. platform. And we're like, that's really cool. Having that space is really there. Mm-hmm. And so really it was sort of, like, in what I, I think, there might have been more that I was, like, coming up, but that I was like, let's, like, take all the best bits from, like, all the best other bits and mm-hmm. sort of, like, see what happens if you put them together. Yeah. And, like, we came to that first one and it just fucking worked. Yeah. And, like, people fucking loved it. People yeah. had, like, an amazing time. There was, like, some incredible, like, art on display. Mm. And, like, yeah. And it was just that real, like, oh, shit. Yeah. We can make a party and we can have a fucking great time and yeah. it can be so good. And it was just like having that, and it, and you know, it's, it's like very trans space, mm-hmm. and it's just like, yeah, having been to like some other like queer parties, mm. and I was a bit like, and I want more. more. And then yeah. you did it, and it yeah, worked, yeah, and it was great, and I was like, yes. 
to quote another cheesy movie line, if you build it, they will come. Yeah. Brilliant. Thank you very much. That was great. Can you tell me who are you and what is your role within Partisan? Yeah, my name's Natalie. Um, I was originally a volunteer in Partisan for about a year and then I think about just about a month ago um, I kind of stepped up to do a part-time role as the events coordinator. Okay. Um, yeah, and so... What does coordinating events at Partisan entail? <laughs> so, I'm pretty much... Well, <laughs> it, it's, you have your fingers in a lot of different pies because mm. you're you're responding to people who email you and then you're also sort of, because it's not just you saying yes to everything, you bring it to an events team, you talk it over, you talk over okay. the logistics of it, um, and it helps you get a point of view on, you know, whether people would think this is a good idea for our organization, mm-hmm. um, whether, you know, they think people will come to it, you know, if it's worth putting on mm-hmm. um, and bringing on board. Um, also, in these events meetings, people bring forth their own ideas, mm-hmm. and, and most of the time, or pretty much all the time, we fully support them and, mm-hmm. you know, help them, you know, make their sort of idea become a reality. Yeah. And so I do a lot of the sort of busy work um, around that, which is stocking a bar, a promotion, um, sort of organizing volunteers, just I do specifically licensed events or okay. things that involve amplified noise or the sale of alcohol. Okay. So I've just started um, getting into that aspect before I was just kind of doing you know, bar shifts and mm. helping put on events and stuff in the <laughs> events team. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, cool. that's, that's, those are my bits. Okay. Um, I know, and it's like, we're kind of at the end of December now. And from what you said, there's a lot of like flow in terms of what's happening at like the events that happen at Partizan. But do you know, like, could you tell us what's going to happen in the next few months? Is there anything like any dates set for anything yet? Yeah, well, um, December 17th, we have Fatty Acid, which mm-hmm. will be our first event in the new mill space, mm-hmm. which I'm really excited about. Unfortunately, um, I won't be able to go because I'll be oh. back in the U.S. Okay. But um, 29th, we're having... Not 29th. Ooh, 31st. When's New Year's Eve? 31st, New Year's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're making this mistake, and it's scaring people. Because <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm the one supposed to be promoting it. I'm telling everyone the 29th New Year's Eve, and they're mm-hmm. like, ooh. <laughs> but, um, yeah, 31st, um, we're doing a big old New Year's Eve party that's going to mm. be from 9 p.m. to 9 a.m. Okay. And the DJ lineup is hot, mm-hmm. so... It's going to be great. Um, and then we have a lot of floating events happening because we're just kind of getting on our feet with really booking in, booking in things for, for, for the new year. Mm. So, yeah, it's just like a lot of good DJ nights and we're hopefully going to be putting on a few bands as well. Um, we're definitely confirmed in for sounds from the other city. Brilliant, yeah. Um, to be putting workshops in the gallery space mm-hmm. and do some cool things and hopefully... 
I'll be getting in some shows with possibly an organization I work with called Sexquisite, okay. which is a sex worker cabaret. Oh, brilliant. And I want to really bring that back into the mill because we mm-hmm. did it at Partisan once, and I've done it in Ultra Lord Hybrid, mm. and it was, it was really great there. So I want to bring it back here. So a lot of things floating. Hopefully they'll be more concrete in the next month. Cool, cool. But we're hoping to really get in events, you know, every weekend. Yeah. Really make this place come alive. Yeah. Um, just in general, I just it's kind of like the final question I'm asking everyone, and it's quite general to so take from this what you want. But like, ideally, what would you like to see Partizan achieve, or what's your one major hope for Partizan moving forward? Do you know what I mean? I would love for it to be an open space where people could just come to and there'll be things happening and there'll be people they can meet and it'll just be this safe haven in which people can come, they can talk, they can create, they can, they can, you know, put on events. I think it would just, yeah, I think it would basically get partisan to a point where it's stable enough to be a place that's just open and welcome for people. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I'd really like. Um, so yeah. Okay, brilliant, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. amazing, uh, thank you. Who are you? <laughs> Hi, um, my name's Ben. Um, my pronouns are he, him. Um, and I've been a partisan member for probably about three years or so now. Um, I do a lot of volunteering in different roles around the space and I'm also a member of our board. Okay, and how did you get involved with Partizan? I first got involved with Partizan back in the days when we had a venue in Cheatham Hill, mm-hmm. which was um, very close to where I lived at the time. And I first turned up just as a punter, um, just to have a drink and dance and a good time. And I think if you asked a lot of people at Partizan, they would say they got involved in much the same way is that if you, if you spend enough time in the space, eventually somebody gives you a job. <laughs> um, Sounds familiar. <laughs> and yeah, it just sort of grew over time. I started off doing little bits and pieces of volunteering, um, worked in our cloakroom, worked behind the bar, did a little bit of DIY. Um, eventually got involved sort of more behind the scenes doing communications work which is what I do in my day job too okay. um, and yeah it's just grown over time um, it's a really welcoming friendly space mm-hmm. um, absolutely great bunch of people um, I consider the members here some of my best friends now okay cool how do you feel it's going to fit into the overall structure of Islington Mill? I feel like Partizan and Islington Mill have a hell of a lot in common in terms of um, our kind of values, our ethos, the atmosphere of the spaces. Um, I think they're both, um, both places where a lot of fun, exciting stuff goes on. So yeah, it seems like a really sort of easy, natural fit to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really looking forward to see how we sort of, how we sort of grow in the space, really. Cool, um, yeah. I think it's, um, for Partizan, I think it's a great opportunity to be sort of um, really ambitious in what we do and sort of have this um, bigger, more sort of permanent space where we can, we can settle as an organisation um, and make it our home and sort of working alongside Islington Mill, sort of plan some really cool events and activities. Cool. 
Um, and final question, what is your favourite memory from your involvement with Partisan or like something that you're most proud of? Oh, so many amazing memories and so many nights that are difficult to remember as well. <laughs> um, I think um, seeing how when we first moved into Unit 2 on the Islington Mill site, I have photos of that space where it was, it was a shell mm. um, and how we sort of... Um, pull together as a team to make that place sort of warm and cosy and homely and have the sort of um the sort of atmosphere that reflects who we are um i think we just sort of we transformed it you know it was incredible um and yeah we've got the chance to sort of do that again so <laughs> yeah i think we're i think we're ready for it excellent thank you I start by asking people, um, who are you? And you can say your pronouns if you want, and then I'll take from there. So, yeah. who are I'm, you? I'm Teagues, and my pronouns are they, them. Uh, and yeah, I've been involved in Partisan for quite a while. Okay, yeah. so how did you first get involved with Partisan? Um, I think my first involvement was doing a bar shift um, at uh, Le Couti, uh back in the day at Cheatham Hill Road. And just one of my mates was like, oh, you should come along to Partisan. It's a really nice, like, community atmosphere. It had only been open in the space for, like, two months before then. And I'd already been, like, eavesdropping on some of their plans and sounded great. So it was, like, always in the back of my mind to be like, oh, I should get down there. Uh, and then, yeah, I did this two-hour bar shift and then had a wicked party with my friends for, like, three, four hours afterwards. Ended up staying and cleaning up at the end as well with a bunch of people. And it just felt great to be, like part of the function and mechanics of the party rather than just the the, the person going mm -hmm. um it felt good to be part part of all aspects of the party not just like i'm coming to club yeah you know so what what about the parties set them apart from other parties um for me it was like the acceptance of anybody like within reason obviously you can't have dickheads yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. um but um like just like the, the mix of crowd there was really good for me and just like it also felt just super welcoming um to like almost any walk of life so that was instantly different to most club atmospheres where i think as a queer person you walk into most club atmospheres and you go oh god mm. um am i meant to be here mm. um i don't feel like anyone else like me is here um yeah. and i might be outed or yeah you know had the wrong thing to say to me or whatever it might be so it was instantly that kind of like relaxation of like, oh, I can be myself here. Mm. Um, and no one's going to like criticize that or like make me feel shitty for that. Cool. So I think that was the main thing. And also just the, uh, the the ability to just be part of the, as I said, like the mechanics from the get go. Um, nothing felt like gate kept. It was kind of like, if you want to be involved, you're involved, mm. you know. So yeah. um didn't feel like there was any gatekeeping. Whereas yeah. I think a lot of club atmospheres, it's like we're the club runners, mm. you're the punters. And it's yeah. actually like at Partisan, there's complete blurred lines between yeah, all of that, yeah, yeah. you know. Does that so. not make it <laughs> harder to run? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, what are your favourite memories of Partisan? Um, maybe that first gig. Uh, I was incredibly high as well, which probably <laughs> helped. <laughs> um, uh, back when I used to still do that. And... Um, yeah, I think that uh, other than that, it's probably been just the small things that are not clubby. So, for instance, like running a bike workshop for the first time. So I got really into like bike mechanics um, and then someone was like, you should teach people like your skills. And I was like really scared about it. But then loads of friends got behind me within the collective. And then I run maybe like eight or nine workshops oh. whilst I still lived in the area. 
Um, and that for me was just like so empowering. So I never thought I could like teach something that was quite like new to me. Mm. Um, but yeah, I loved that. And then just like, I think just, just that coming together, like there's no one specific memory that I can put that's contribute that to. It's more just like this coming together of like, let's all muck in and let's mm. all like get it done. Um, which I think happens collectively a bit like an eclipse maybe where it only comes around every now and again where it feels properly all together mm. and then it's kind of picked up by by more individuals every now and again but yeah when it all does come together and it feels like there's lots of you creating this experience it's really quite powerful cool yeah, yeah. do you do you think partisan has changed in any way moving into islington mill it's hard to say yeah because it's quite i guess we've been hibernating a bit mm. so I guess it's changed from that point of view. So pre-COVID, we were very active, using up all of our TENS, uh, mm. temporary events notices, every year um, and making what we could of it. Uh, and then COVID came. We also moved to the, new, the, the Unit 2 space at the front there. And that with it meant that we kind of had to hibernate a little bit, kind of not have as much activity going on. And then when it did start happening, it was all quite minimal and quite small. So it feels like we're now coming out of that hibernation period mm. and we're now trying to like make it all happen again. Mm. Um, but rebuilding that collective source and that collective input is, is definitely difficult when you've been hibernating. So. Yeah, yeah. So what I hope is that as this as we transition into the club space, there'll definitely be that revitalisation of mm. that atmosphere that we kind of had uh, probably at Cheatham Hill Road more than at Unit 2. Mm-hmm. Um, there still has been parts of it, but not nowhere near as on a, as a scale that we had before mm-hmm. yeah and thinking like very big like think as big as you want what would be your ultimate ideal for partisan in the future to represent if you know what I mean? yeah like what, I what's your main thing that you would really love partisan to do yeah yeah i i'm it's a weird one like when i get asked about like my own personal opinion on where i want things to go i always really struggle with it because I think within partisan, I'm always trying to be like, what do you want to other people to try and give them the uh, empowerment that I once felt when I first joined partisan? So I feel like much more of a facilitator now than someone who like maybe has as much direct input on partisan's like future. Mm. So I want to facilitate other people to take on that responsibility cool. and and move it forward. Um, but I think if I had to like really be pushed for an answer, it would be mm. some. It would be something like. Um, the ability to keep up with the uh, kind of um, keep up might not be the right word, kind of like the shift in dynamic from going from a smaller space um, with all the things that come with that to a bigger space and all the things that come with that and how we meet those challenges without going into like a more commercial zone. Um, I really want partisan to kind of keep its community spirit and keep its like DIY vibe, mm-hmm. even with all the things that come with running a more, um, full-on club space mm. so yeah I guess for me that's the first step I kind of I kind of struggle to see a bit beyond that at the moment because things are changing so fast at the moment yeah yeah fair um but yeah just that just that ability to kind of be like cool facing this new new opportunity and we're doing it in the way that we all want to mm. um without it kind of being dictated by one or two people okay. yeah brilliant thank you very much you're welcome that's great And so endeth the long, complex tale of the Partisan Collective. Not really. I'm sure as the collectives begin to feel more settled here at Islington Mill, you'll be hearing more from them and about them on this very podcast. 
In the meantime, if you want to find out more information about Partizan and the upcoming series of events that they're going to be doing at Islington Mill, you could do worse than check out their website, which is partizancollective.co.uk. And you can also find a lot of that information at islingtonmill.co.uk too. All that's left for me now is to wish you all a very happy new year. All the best for 2023. And I'm going to indulge myself now by playing out the rest of this track, which you've been hearing between the various different Partisan Collective interviews on the podcast. It's one of my own. It's called Viva les Imaginaires, and it's from the album The Next Big Thing by me, The Nihilist, which you can find on my Spotify artist channel. Until 2023, adieu.